Hi guys and welcome back to In The Weeds podcast and this week let's go in the weeds with Oscar Agu, owner of Lucia restaurants and cut and craft steakhouses with sites in Harrogate, York and a brand new site in Leeds coming up as soon as they possibly can. So after completing £800,000 refurb in their York site last February, they were forced to close a month later due to coronavirus restrictions so it's affected them greatly. But we hear how they've received great support from the public. Um, it's a beautiful part of the world and York is fast becoming a culinary hotspot. And if you haven't been there, then it's worth a visit as soon as you possibly can. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy Oscar's story and you enjoy this episode. Stay safe. Welcome back to In The Weeds podcast this week. I welcome Oscar. Director of Lucha Restaurants and Cut and Craft Steakhouse up in Yorkshire. Uh, so we've got sites in Harrogate, Beverly, and York. Is that an, an anywhere else, or is that right? Uh, Leeds is a. Uh, we found a really nice site in Leeds on the Victoria Quarters. That's happening in this summer, uh, which we're very very excited for. This it's a beautiful building. Well, I, I, we'll we'll touch on a little bit about you know the view from Yorkshire in a little bit and how. You had a massive refurb last year as well before you. Yes. You, you, um, there was, yeah. Yeah, before the lockdown. So, more just about you personally, so the, uh, so the listeners can say how, how have you ended up in hospitality and restaurants? <laughs> well, uh, I'm 47 years old. Uh, I've been doing this all my life. But before to this, I was working on cruise lines. Okay. Uh, on uh, different uh, uh, cruise ships. And uh, I met a girl who, she was from Yorkshire, <laughs> which uh, we were working together and, and we moved to, to York. That was 20, 22 years ago. And uh, I started doing my own business, opened cafes, takeaways, and eventually uh, set up the Lucia Wine Bar, which was a huge success at the time. The tapas dining was a new thing. Outside outdoor dining was a new thing. And uh, we did really well and opened more locations, such as Beverly, followed with the Harrogate. And... Uh, um, we decided to do something different, more up-to-date cuisine, which we decided on the steak concept and opened the, uh, the uh, Cut and Craft Steakhouse in New York. And that was, uh, I'm proud to say, was a very, very good restaurant. We did uh, a huge number of steaks. We sold thousands and thousands of them in a week. And now that uh, we think this is a beautiful product and many people should outside should be heard about it. So that's why we want to expand this concept into uh, Leeds, Manchester, Edinburgh, and uh, uh, Newcastle in our plans in the next five years. Are you still with the girl? No, I'm afraid not. We have, uh, we have friends. We have a, a beautiful son. He's 18 years old. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, unfortunately not. Uh, just like everything else, time changes. We change too, but we are good friends. Yeah. So you, are you originally from Turkey? I am, yes. I'm from Turkey. I left Turkey when I was 18 and moved to America to work on cruise lines. Okay. Uh, so uh, I don't know how much about Turkey too much. Yeah, <laughs> Almost 30 years of my life has been outside of, uh, outside of Turkey. Whereabouts in Turkey was it? I'm from Istanbul. Oh, from Istanbul. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful city. It's one of the best cities I've, I've, ever, I've ever been to. Uh, you have? I've been, yeah, I was there for, in 2005 for the football for Liverpool. 
Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you something. A lot of Turks uh, do support Liverpool. I don't know why, but I support Liverpool too. I don't know if you do support Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I like to There's something about Liverpool. I see that he grabbed our hearts and uh, uh, it's it's a beautiful team. We're proud of uh, Liverpool too. Yeah, I, I actually spent like, I went over and I spent uh, over a week there, you know, Taksim Square and the, the Blue Mosque. Yeah. The place, if, if any, if you haven't been, it's just, you, you couldn't, you can't describe it unless you go. It's it's a wondrous place. Exactly. It's yeah. fantastic. And the people are, it's just, uh, yeah, I couldn't recommend it enough. It is a beautiful city, historically. And and politically, it's a, it's a beautiful continent. Joins two continents together with a bit Bosporus. Interesting city, it's just huge, and can be too much. Uh, seeing millions of millions of people off the streets. So, but it is it is a beautiful city, and definitely one to recommend. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously a little bit different in Yorkshire, a little bit quieter. Yeah, I say the weather is different. Uh, definitely, <laughs> you, you uh, uh, much fresher and crisp. Do you do you actually live in York yourself? Yes, I do. I do live in the city centre. Yeah. Um, in, in New York, a beautiful uh, location. It's convenient for me to be here because I have two of my restaurants are, are here. It enables me to go to the restaurants, check it throughout the day, night, uh, have meetings with the managers. Um, so York is uh, uh, my city. It's a great city. Well, it's another beautiful city, to be honest with you. It's got like quite a, a thriving food scene. I went not long ago with um, my partner um, and we... We thought it was great. I, I'm a big co- a coffee fan, so I know. Um, I don't know if you know Spring Espresso or yes, yes, I do. Yes, but there are two of them here. Yeah, Brew and Brew and Brownie is that the other one on the around the corner? Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, it, it is. The, the, the Spring Espresso is a beautiful coffee shop. They do make really, really nice coffees, and they seem to be very popular. Yeah, they're good. Good. So, talk to me a little bit about obviously <laughs> when I was reading about. The refurb. So, you, you, is is are those figures correct? So you spent eight hundred grand, yeah. and we got to close two weeks time. We, wow. we, it was a uh, yeah. We spent uh, uh, eight hundred thousand pounds on the renovation. Is Lucia York is it's uh, spread out location where there's inside, outside, patisserie, another area in a in a, a hidden courtyard. It is a beautiful location. It's with the cobbled streets and everything. Yeah. Uh, we spent eight hundred thousand pounds, and it, it was the time that this coronavirus just was coming out. So we opened uh, uh, on February the eighth, and we had to close on end of just two weeks later. I think twenty eighth of February. So yeah. we only opened for two weeks or three weeks, and we had to close down for three months. I mean, th- th- we were really scared at the time. Yeah. Um, because you spend that kind of money, you expect a return in time. But uh, that didn't happen. Lockdown came. We did really, really sca- uh, scared at the time. But uh, we came out quite well. Uh, when we back open, pe- people curiosity was there. Um, they they come to our restaurants. We do have a very nice menu, all freshly cooked. Very nice. Uh, we, we are a very accessible restaurant in terms of the price point. But the feeling of the uh, the restaurant when you're in it, the the service style, the look, the uh, the atmosphere is it's very premium, uh, exclusive, and that makes us uh, very popular in destination. And also, Lucci has been there for twelve years in the same location. People are aware of us, uh, so we didn't affect it. As soon as we opened, uh, we were doing really well. The other thing is that I think that it was important that we we did have a very good cash flow within our business. Yeah. Uh, we did save a lot of money, the capital. And uh, customers are very loyal to us uh, for Lucia, so it was it was good for us. I believe is that correct that you had twenty thousand pound in vouchers bought? Yes, in one day. That's in one day. Yeah, on Black Friday, Black Friday uh, promotion that we did a, a year before we did ten thousand, 
and there was uh, including the restaurant was actually open this one uh, this 20000 pound sales it was just just online and in in just one day overall we sell more vouchers but on that day only 20000 pounds i think that was also shows that that the customers we were very proud of to achieve that to that number because it shows the customers it showed to us that customers think that we are a solid a strong company where their money they spend we're not going to just go into disappearing so the other thing is that I think they were successful because our vouchers don't have expire date. I just think that when your money doesn't expire, why why the voucher vouchers does expire? It's a good point. It's a good. Point. <laughs> yeah. I think, so I think it shows though the out of uh, you know the the darkness and the pandemic is still there's still a coming together of people. You know they want want things to succeed and and get back to where they should be. Yes, uh, we we did have a very good engagement with our customers previously. We um, we always responded well to them. We engaged well with them. Uh, we provide. We ask questions. We took on everything that negative or positive uh, to uh, comments came to us. I think that shows the customers that we do listen to them. We are a proud local uh, independent company. We are the second biggest independent company in in Europe mm-hmm. with two hundred employees. Okay. Um, uh, so uh, we grow very rapidly and uh, return back to the customers. The, we, what uh, I think the good thing is that we, the money that we made throughout restaurants, we invested back in Yorkshire, which has been acknowledged very well with people of York and surrounding uh, cities. They return to us. We do give good service and good food. It's a genuine food we give. That's great. Well, it's yeah. good you put back in Yorkshire. That, like you said before, so Beverly is near York. Uh, it's quite a affluent. 20 miles yeah, to east, yes. And, and, and the Harrogate is 15, 15 18 miles uh, more uh, north. How do you feel Harrogate is at, at the minute? You th- what's the scene like at Harrogate over the last um, five years? Harrogate, uh, Harrogate did suffer a bit through the pandemic. The fact that York did really, York did perform really well, both of the restaurants in York. I think because of the, the it was York is a touristic city. It's got seven million tourists comes each year. But Harrogate, uh, because of the maybe uh, the age. A clientele. We, we, we think that Harrogate uh, age level would be much more older than New York. Therefore, that people perhaps was more cautious to dine out in Harrogate. So the Harrogate performed slightly lower than New York, but uh, it was still a very uh, successful restaurant. I think that what we say that they performed didn't well because we, we previous years we did really well through the pandemic was obviously a huge drop in business. And uh, that's what we are saying that didn't perform very well yeah. because of the age level. Absolutely. So how have you found, the, what's your personal opinion on, on how the pandemic's been handled? You can swear if you want. <laughs> <laughs> I think it handled pretty, pretty bad. Uh, but then again, I cannot blame to anything because who knew this was going to be that at extent? Mm. Uh, no one was prepared. But I think for a, for a government with a sort of intelligence and information is widely available, they could have thought to shut down the borders, be more prepared well on time, allow, instead of allowing everybody to come into the UK or go into Turkey. I mean, up until the July that people are allowed to go to Turkey, <laughs> uh, when they know that the numbers might be manipulated in Turkey uh, and, and then allow them to come back to to, uh, to UK and or go Spain, Greece and everything. I think they should have been put into consideration that these people will carry the virus even more. So did they handle well? No, absolutely not. It, could they have been done more? 100%. But uh, I think this uh, this is a learning period for all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some positives out of this pandemic. We think it's valuable now that we learn so much about it. Yeah. But but uh, the sport, uh, the government, for example, I think the, the sport was there. The eat out, the help out scheme was a, 
very successful for us. The uh, encouragement by government, 80% furlough scheme was very helpful. Uh, rates, the, uh, the tax has been reduced. I think there was a lot of help from the government to hospitality sector. Uh, was it enough? I don't think so. I think there could have been much more. There should have been a more rent relief coming from the government, uh, more f- uh, furlough schemes available to company directors, for example. For example, I have not claimed, I am not allowed to claim any money from the government. I'm excluded from the furlough scheme, which again is, I think that I have, I'm lucky because I have savings, but people in the same business who have their own restaurants, small restaurants, wouldn't be able to afford their everyday life expenses without the support. So I'm sorry to say that it could have been done better, yeah, but not. No, absolutely. I think as well, if you're a very small business or you're a sole trader, you've kind of been left left in limbo. It's It hasn't really been thought through, like you say. I, I think well, from <clears throat> from our group, we have a, quite a, a range of um, businesses, obviously. What, what From what I see, obviously the restaurants have had it very hard, but it's interesting on in 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 our area, the restaurants have had more support than any of the bars or late night life. Now that the restaurants have also been open as well, um, but they got extra support for being open. Whereas anyone like late night or nightclubs or anything that have been shut, they get less yeah. support. So they, they, the nighttime industry has been hit, hit double. It, it's sad to see. How, what, what are your thoughts on the, having a hospitality minister in parliament? You think that would be, I think it's a great idea. I've seen this on LinkedIn. Uh, there was a debate about it. I think it's a great idea. An industry that third biggest employer in, in UK economy employs 3.2 million, uh, 100 billion pounds turnover in, uh, in, in UK economy should have a representative within the parliament. It is large enough to be able to do this one. Uh, we, this pandemic showed us how important the restaurants and bars and uh, restaurants in our life. We are a social creatures. We we've not been designed uh, to be on our own. Even Adam has Eve, <laughs> Romeo has got Juliet, and everybody. We are not designed just to be on our own. It shows that that we have to be socialized. It's help us to our mental health. It, it help us with our own personal issues uh, and communicate one another. The restaurants, this industry is also so that there is indirectly uh, provide a lot of uh, income to the taxis and the retails and, and other uh, business yeah. sectors. So it's very part. It's important chain in the UK economy. It, it is a very important uh, industry, uh, and uh, also the uh, retails been badly affected because because when people go for shopping, they they go for lunch and and and, and so on. They just don't go to the uh, retail and buy stuff outside just because uh, the shops are open. So it shows us how important the, uh, our industry is. Also that our industry employ lots of young people, yeah. which uh, with the flexible hours. In shop, you work nine to five. In, in restaurants, you can work 11, 12, 12 to five, five, seven, you know, so much flexible hours uh, available, which uh, also very helpful to, to UK uh, students. Tips are very good. Customers are generous with the tips is another income. For the uh, for the people, so it shows us how important the hospitality industry to everyone in UK. Yeah. Same for the uh, people as well as the the uh, operators who now learned that they have to be prepared in a situation like this, such as the cash flows, engaging with the customers, mm-hmm. how much your restaurant is up to date, how much you are providing in sort of service, how loyal your customers, how hard you worked, uh, how strong is your brand, etc. Yeah, I think it shows as well, like you said, then is when what, what this has highlighted this problem is how 
linked everything is you know that it's like one ecosystem of you know t- like you said taxi drivers look in york you know the hotels restaurants theaters they're all linked and if if they're not all working together then or or you know everyone's socializing they all get affected and and that's that's be more apparent than every anything it is it is uh, but uh, the, the, i i hope that after the pandemic there'll be more support available to and uh, to the industry i personally think the taxation is too hard on uh, industry the uh, it, it's uh, it, it forces us to to put our prices higher and higher because the only way that we can survive is if we have a strong cashing uh, flow coming to our business and um, i think that the such as the ministry of uh, hospitality will highlight these problems within our in, in parliament and and uh, uh, help us to have a better way of uh, um, operating allow us to open more invest more the, the one thing another thing is that that we have to highlight that um if you look at any center any city clearly the retail business is going down because of the high rates and such as all the rents yeah. who takes over them the restaurants and restaurants are prepared to pay the highest rent and rate uh, employ one retail shop employ five six people but restaurants apply, uh, on the same location same square foot employ 50 60 uh, people and uh, and also uh, they they don't just operate in limited hours it means that they are they are providing a beautiful scenery throughout the evening uh, creating more uh, through the nightlife uh, and 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 on so on. So they have to understand the restaurants are taking much more uh, restaurants and bars, obviously cafes and hotels are taking huge risk on rent and, and rate, but they don't get much in return. I, 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 absolutely, I think what you said before, especially with the restaurants, there's so many variables. Chefs, you know, you, you you've got out front of house chefs, they're buying the food. It's very very difficult ecosystem to get right if it's off so for example the big one is is the vat so if they in if he if they decide to put vat back up to 20 percent, it's going to be catastrophic for a lot of people because you know like you say we need stimulation to move forward and have so people can be creative and stay open and that that's going to be the big one what the support is post this not just now yeah, and also that they have to uh, to re- recalculate the rates within their local uh, local council system. It, it's really high math. The, the, what they charge into us, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, I understand the, the VAT, VAT and things. Yeah. Uh, it's it's high as well. But they should really reconsider that uh, to invest in the industry. That this industry will open and blossom more. It means that they will more employ more, uh, and they pay more taxes. But it is very hard. Even the rents are, are absolutely ridiculous. They need to be, be able to control it in sense that the landlords are not just getting greedy and greedy and greedy and greedy. There are some shops in the center, they're charging 160, 200,000 pounds uh, for an average 3,000 square foot in the center. It's a huge money for us to pay, huge. And, 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 and as if it's just not enough, the council also started charging a rate based on your income, which again, what does do that they charge what you earn. But then again, if I'm engaging with the customers, if I'm spending too money to my restaurant, if I'm investing in my restaurant, if I'm providing everything that to do better business, why do I pay more? What so am I am I is, is council now my business partner? We we had problems with a few years ago with, with business rates and for something else. And it was done because and this is what people might not see is like they were like, well, you, this is what this this venue takes, and you're like, yeah, but that doesn't. That's not the picture. Why would you? The, the what they charge us was astronomical. It was crazy, 
and there's no yeah. thought process in it. And like you say, if the, it's just going to shut businesses down and you can't go, well, it takes this much. What, you're not looking at even the profit margins of the business. It's ridiculous. It's what yeah. so the, the business rates, it just needs completely reforming it because it exactly I can imagine they, they charge on the they charge on the turnover, but my turnover is not my profitability. My turnover could be anything. Exactly. exactly. But how much how much the company earns is important. The profitability, but they don't interested in this one. Uh, no. <laughs> but then that won't help, will it, longer term? Especially now, it's crazy. I'd imagine then in York, being the style of town that it is, they must be quite high then, not the rates across the board. It's very hard, and I, and I also is in, is, I mean, York is itself. I don't want to be you know sound harsh to my own council here, but yeah. city of York council has the reputation of being very tough right. uh, on the city itself. For example, our property in in uh, York uh, has been this, is owned by city of York council, so we our landlord is city of York council. Right. Uh, we pay rent to them. And also, they, there was no uh, rent relief. They didn't say to us like, okay, here is this quarter we've been shut for free. They have charged us throughout the, the pandemic. We have they have not even given us a one day free rent. Really? But on the other hand, the Harrogate Council has offered free rent to their commercial properties. So it, it approached differently to to people to people. Uh, they they need to consider uh, the, every help possible to their commercial properties to to, to exist in business in city of uh, you know within their reach. But uh, they're not. So is they it just not, it's slightly different here. The council don't really are they just collect. The money that uh, that the VOA have set is that not the same in York? Do the valuation office not set the the rates? Or is it, it they, they, they they well? It, it's quite opposite actually. I think they charge they're trying to charge even more. They look at the hospitality industry. Yeah, we need some definitely need some change. So and in in York, how is the how is the scene between restaurants and is it a good like collective? I mean, you've got some, York just got some accolades from obviously Roots as a Michelin star now as well, doesn't That's it? That's right, yes, um, yes. So are you all quite close or? When I say, as in terms of food quality, is that? No, 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 no. I mean, I mean you, as operators, do you all, are you all quite, is it? Are we close? Yeah, we are. Uh, there isn't a such organization within New York that co- combines all restaurants to one, uh, one corporation, uh, that as far as I know. Uh, are we very close? I wouldn't say we are. We are close. I wouldn't say that uh, there is an organization to put us all together. There was an attempt back in days that uh, created a, such a bond uh, that customers allowed to wear. Then with this uh, special bond with their, around their wrist, they'll be able to go to any bars and restaurants within the city, give them a, a access, a certain discounts. There is a program in place for the city of uh, York people to have a certain discounts, but not many restaurants are participate to this uh, to these organizations. So I wouldn't really say that the York restaurants are... Uh, are very close to one another. The the scenery is changing. I, I would say the more and more interesting restaurants are coming, especially now the big chains down south don't have enough market space. Right. Now that they are, uh, for example, some restaurants in, in London will never dare to open a restaurant in, up in north, in right. Yorkshire. They will find this quite small operations or uh, not enough uh, uh, footfall, but now that the market is very tight in South, they now they are now investing more in York and cities like Leeds and on so on. So there's a lot of interest in York coming from the South, which because they are outsider companies, uh, when they come to York, uh, they are not part of our uh, scenery. Mm-hmm. They treat the York and Harrogate or Beverly differently, which they they think the York is has got a commercial mindset, but hasn't. 
right. York is very uh, conservative. It's very uh, close-minded to the new ideas. So the roots is with the Michelin star is a great uh, achievement for York. Uh, it's a beautiful location by the river. They have a beautiful building and they do amazing food there. So that is definitely a big add to our city. I think uh, York is still not even close to where it should be right now. What, what do the locals think about the when the tourism industry is so busy? Like, for example, when I was in there on a Saturday, I was like, wow. What, what do the locals make of the... Obviously, tourism brings in a lot of revenue for the... See, but what what's the balance like? Do people do people get annoyed by it being so busy or no? Never get busy by by tourists coming into our city. That's not the case. But we did get annoyed when maybe people from the Newcastle and other cities are coming in and thinking that this is a borough city. Yeah. Uh, we'll do whatever we want to do. We cause any trouble in a bar because who's gonna know us? Yeah. They, they they we do we do dislike the people that coming from different cities and and treat us badly, uh, especially in the night scene. Yeah. Uh, just think that why do I care? I'm from Newcastle. I don't. I'm not in York. I don't care if somebody bans me from the bar. I don't. I don't care. But so apart from this uh, uh, scenery, the daytime trip is very pleasing. But the downside is that when you have a lot of daytime tourists coming to the, uh, York, that the the re restaurants and bars becoming very commercially minded means that they try to get as much as in to maximize their uh, capital. So there is a good and there is a bad side of uh, being a touristic city. Um, in New York and also uh, because of this the prices has to be accessible it means sure. that you you cannot sell expensive products but you pay the premium rent premium rate premium charges everything is premium but you cannot charge premium prices because the tourists they come will not pay excessive money so what would you what would you like to see change in in hospitality and in New York what would you would you like to see an organization like a hospitality association or what I think the first thing is that the uh, it comes from the, our local authority. I think the city of York Council should uh, acknowledge the individuals within their city that uh, are working so hard uh, with their investment uh, and uh, innovative ideas into the city. They should have been much more uh, uh, recognizable in terms of the uh, rates within the city, uh, gathering the meetings with the landlords to mm. to have a reasonable. Uh, rent. They should review their uh, charge charge rating on based on turnover. They should uh, um, give much more close support within their uh, 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 marketing program. For example, I've been in New York for twelve years. I have employed two hundred people. I spend millions uh, back in the city. I have not yet one city of council or local authority come and shake my hands and say, "Look, thank you, thank you for everything you did for us." Instead of that, not just not doing that, but also when they promote in the city with their official booklet, they put a company that has got a national chain present. Well, why do you promote that restaurant or that industry or that political organization? They have restaurants, 500 of them. Yeah. They have nothing to do with New York. They make money from New York and they've invested somewhere else in the UK. No, they don't invest in back in New York, mm. but I invest. I made money from the uh, Lucia York and invested just 100 uh, yards down the street, another million, and I employ another 50, 60 people. Yeah. I invest back in Harrogate. So they should be investing more into the local and acknowledge them more. They should be promoting these uh, industries, these restaurants, these hotels, rather than sucking up the other big, big, big boys. <laughs> That's what I say. No, I know. I get what you mean. I mean, I know here in like the Northwest, um, there's uh, like in Liverpool, there's a hospitality association of independents. Sometimes maybe when they come together, they have a bigger voice for against the against the man, so to speak. 
But uh, yeah, <laughs> sometimes that works. Yes, well, there are, there were some attempts in the, uh, yeah. previously that a previous individual tried to set association that combine all the restaurants in one place. But um, it is it is it is a very low interest. I think when when you have a restaurant, when you have a business, when you have a hotel, you kind of focus on your own mind and 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 just focus on what you do, and you don't really uh, see what goes around you. And to be honest, York has been very busy over the years, so you kind of did a good good business, and you didn't. There wasn't you know, there was enough business for everyone, but now it's harder. Now it's time to everyone to rethink how they operate. Yeah, for sure. So, what about you personally? What what have you been? How have you been keeping yourself busy? I had a look at your social media. Been you've been doing a lot of workouts, haven't you? <laughs> yes, I, I mean nature is a very happy chap, and I mean she's a very quite down to earth, funny, you know, do whatever do kind of guy. I do. I, I have uh, fitness is in my thing for over the many years i do like uh, uh, to tell people that you could be 40 50 60 and still do look good go into your fitness have a good diet and everything so i've been doing a lot of uh, uh, fitness thing in myself i do work work out at home but i'm still busy because harrogate renovation is still going which okay. we have to finish in three weeks so uh, we, we are being, I've been very busy with a lot of meetings. We also try to get a uh, two step ahead uh, in terms of the technology, the, the marketing, uh, the uh, ideas. Uh, for example, when we first opened Lucia, uh, we, we are the first company who brought the espresso martini into the city of York. There was no cocktails were available down in South. Everybody knew what espresso martini, but in York, they didn't know that. So we try to bring new ideas from uh, other cities, other cultures into the town, and introduce them in new cocktails, new food, new ideas. And, and we are very busy just creating these ideas uh, uh, continuously. So there's no time to stop for us. No. We never do stop. Uh, do, do, do you go out much? I mean, obviously, surrounded by some amazing countryside up there. Do you, do you ever get out and switch off rurally, or do you like to stay in the city? As much as I can or possible, but I'm very workaholic. Oh yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy my my work. I wake up in the morning and thinking what else we can do, what can we do more. The the the, the way I see is that um, I believe that everybody works so hard. Matt. You work very hard. I work very hard. That John outside is working very hard. Lucy's outside is working very hard. When they work hard and they earn their money, and when they come to my restaurant and spend 60 pounds on a meal that in three, four hours time, they will be still hungry. They will be hungry. This is 60 pounds they spend yeah, you just want. to be socialized. And, and it's a huge part of their income. I think that everybody comes to my restaurants should feel that what they spend is deserved. I deserve that money because I respect their income. I respect their, uh, their decision to spend their money with us. Therefore, that I want to make sure that everybody comes to our restaurants are, are happy. And to do that is I spend a lot of time to make sure that every social media is engagement has been replied, has been responded, answered. We ask people not just tell us good things, we tell them what we do bad. Um, uh, what can we do better? When we have made mistakes, we put our hands down and say, look, we made a mistake. Here's what we can do for you. Um, it, it takes a lot of my time to engage with the customers within our reach, uh, to, to managers, to have the same mindset as I have. Please make sure that uh, people spend the money with us, feel they, they, they deserve it. They feel like this is, I, I spend that money and I'm, I'm happy. That's good hospitality. That's what you... That's, uh, yeah. that's what I want. Man. I want them to feel like they, they feel comfortable spending their money with us. They want them to think that they worth every penny of it from the start. 
So we, we want to, if somebody calls us, we want to answer them back immediately. Even if the ring, phone rings three times, we apologize for keeping them on the, li- on the line. Yeah. If the email has not been answered in one hour, we, we apologize. We want to be responsive. We want to be engaging. Be very generous to our customers. And uh, you, have to, uh, you have to deal with TripAdvisor as well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, TripAdvisor. Yeah, TripAdvisor is an. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe so in the future. I'm, I'm TripAdvisor not a fair uh, 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 platform. People can give you bad reviews without even being in your restaurants. Yeah. And we have seen a lot of competition out there. That some of our competitors given us a bad review. I know we know for a fact that they've never been in our restaurant. So I'm not really keen on the TripAdvisor in terms of how genuine is the TripAdvisor. I think the review should be based on, the, the, for example, such as uh, Google+, Plus. you have to be in the restaurant to be able to review. It has to be much more accurate. Yeah. If you've never been in that location, uh, that TripAdvisor shouldn't be allow you to, to give a review. Uh, I've never been in, say, I don't know, uh, say Glasgow. So how why, how why should I be able to review a restaurant in Glasgow? They've never been. But TripAdvisor does allow you to do that. That's a good point. You can go to the, yeah. Yeah. They shouldn't be able to uh, not uh, find you and say that they actually have you actually been in Glasgow? Have you actually been in that restaurant to be able to review that restaurant? Yeah. And the other thing is that the, the i restaurants obviously copied one another. They copied their one their ideas. For example, Cut and Craft has got already four, five different copies. Somebody call it Cut, the other call it Craft. So yeah. they look at our TV advisors, be able to see their menus and the food presentation, the ingredients, and copy themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a bad manner, so it affects our products as well. Review of a restaurant or any kind of uh, services shouldn't be that easy. Yeah, it should be. It should be uh, regulated because it affects the restaurant reputation. Absolutely, uh, you know, I've seen some things with Friendship Advisor, not not just about the restaurant, but personally about people, which has never even happened. It's just it's crazy to even let to do what, like you say, man. It, it needs to be done. Uh, you can do now everything with location services on the phone, so you need to do the same thing. But they also they, they based on they review uh, they they have a weird of uh, uh, algorithm of calculating the. We, for example, Lucia Wine Bar has the the most review Italian restaurant in City of York. We have the highest Italian restaurant review. We are the I believe the second uh, most review restaurants uh, establishment in York after the Betty's. But we we have three four thousand uh, reviewed people reviewed us. But then a, a person restaurant comes with fifty review, but fifty of them are excellent. They put us on top of us yeah, yeah. because they have fifty reviews, but they're all excellent. Yeah. But hang on a minute, I have three thousand <laughs> reviews. I have two thousand three hundred excellent reviews. How come I'm the last now? It's not right. And then they say, well, we want to give a chance to people. Well, I employ more people. I I need more support. Yeah, too right. So. Okay, moving on a little bit to to yourself again. The you've obviously you come from Turkey, you know, and you've worked on cruise ships. Were they all? Were they like across the world? You used to travel across yeah. the world, so you, you've seen many places. And obviously, at the moment, you kind of were kind of stuck in stuck in our houses. Where do you kind of where do you miss, or where's one of your favorite cultures and cuisine um, that you like to go? I work on cruise lines for uh, seven years uh, that allow me to explore places uh, and, and work in the cruise line uh, uh, restaurants. Uh, that uh, that teach me, teaches me so much about the uh, cultures. I have been many parts of the South and America and all, most of Europe's uh, and, and every location that ships can go, including Hawaii, Bahamas, Alaska and everywhere. I, I do miss, my favorite cuisine is uh, Thai. <laughs> oh, right. um, 
Yeah, I do like Thai food. I don't know why. I find it quite fragrant and, and fresh. I, I will be able. I love to be able to go to uh, to uh, forest, which I never been. I, I like to go there as soon as these lockdowns uh, um, lifted. I also like to go to Dubai. I think that Dubai is a, a is a city that will be very popular in the next ten years by UK people, and I think the restaurants are there. Maybe two, three tick plus of the UK. UK has been an island. It's very been close minded. Uh, UK only been start to become a, a proper cuisine in terms of the restaurant. People understanding the idea of food since Mark and Spencer start introducing hummus, tzatziki, and other products. But they they only start seeing this in in in, in supermarkets. And, and now that the whole UK cuisine is changing, cultural reaction changing. So UK in terms of the Europe is a very slow pro- progress uh, in terms of the cuisine and and different type of cuisines. Uh, so much in London, but not everywhere else. Yeah, it happens a lot down south, but not in here. Um, I think if I go to Dubai, I, I will learn a lot from the new upcoming things. I don't think the restaurants in future is about food. Mm-hmm. I don't think the, the the food culture will change. No matter what you go, when you go to a restaurant, you can see all that interesting food, but you're still going to order the burger. People still order the chicken. That's where they feel comfortable. People don't experiment a lot with the food. They like the they like the idea of hearing different type of cuisine, but in reality they always eat where they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the, in the restaurant in the future will change dramatically within the food, but I think it will change through the uh, through the service service how we are engaging with the customers, how we serving the customers. Uh, this will change. Dubai does provide that quality of service that UK has yet to yet to see. The way we tailor made bookings, perhaps, perhaps it will be the new thing coming along in the restaurant so it won't be just a website you book in a table it will be much more can I have flowers on my table can you organize a taxi to make can you can you put a cart on the table can you give me a private privacy is uh, is upcoming thing people don't want to know that they go to the restaurant and they do not have communication coming through via emails and, and online marketing perhaps flowers on the table like like name tags on the table even more personalized okay yeah that's the the future of restaurants will be going the changing of service quality uh, will be the way forward for the restaurants, the, the, the which brand. Dubai does offer. It's almost the opposite of York, isn't it? Brand new. York's very old and kind of, like you say, it's kind of got its ways. Dubai's kind of moved forward. I've never been actually, but I don't know. Um, have you been yourself? Or? No, but I'm going to say, uh, I have. I do follow a lot what's, yeah. uh, what happens there, but I like to go and see more in person, uh, see what, how, what they're offering. Where was your favorite place to when when you were on the cruises? Barcelona. Have, oh, Barcelona! Yeah, that's one of the best. Yeah. yeah, Barcelona is is the is the city. But my fa- my favorite city in the world is Vancouver, oh, really? uh, Canada. I thought that 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 is the city that blown my mind. Seeing the mountains in the background at the same time with the skyscrapers, mixture of uh, British and uh, uh, French culture at the same time, Japanese people. It was very interesting uh, city. Uh, it was very mixed culture, and I thought that Canada was the most beautiful city that I've ever seen through my uh, cruise lines. Really? Uh, I found that Hawaii is, it's yeah. a magical location. It's, it's very nice, but Hawaii, uh, Vancouver and uh, Barcelona is my favorite cities. Wow. I think they are, they want to see yeah. definitely if I, definitely for Vancouver, Alaska. It's one, one, one place to see for everyone. The hundred percent. I love the, I love the outdoors, the mountains. I mean, I, I absolutely love Iceland as well. I don't know if you've been there. Yes, 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 beautiful. Nature in city, Maybe, which yeah. is uh, so. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, we can we can do that soon. Obviously, 
you ask every, every one of my um, guests this. So do you have a Pacific in the weeds moment uh, in your life that is kind of like, it could be funny and in service moments that is stuck with you or something that has happened that has made you, you know, work through adversity so that you think, you know, when yeah. things, things are where you, you know, the, the phrase is there any, anything that sticks to mind that in your life, Two things that, that happen, one personal, one business, okay. I will say. The personal one is that um, I was at Tesco doing a shopping with my wife at the time and, and I bought uh, uh, groceries into the shopping bag and came to the cashier and my credit card declined. I couldn't afford to pay the shopping that I bought. And that was an embarrassing moment because I remember the face of, of my wife looking at me and I felt that unable to provide for the family. And I promised that, mo I remember that moment, I never forget that moment that I promised myself that I would never going to be in a position that I'm, I'm unable to pay and look after the family. That uh, kick-started off my, my work ethic that I work really hard. I work really hard to make sure that I have enough money to be able to buy whatever I want to buy for my family or for myself. Not for the materialistic way, but I just want to be able to, to buy whatever I want. Mm -hmm. That that gives me a personal, uh, every day I wake up, I know that I want to work, make sure that I have enough money for my family, for myself, for future. I understand the importance of money. That's what I learned. The money is important. Uh, the second thing is that I, I have think that it changed my life is that when I sold my first restaurant, uh, Olive Tree in York, that uh, the person who bought it and said to me, I'm going to buy your restaurant, but I want you to work for me for two months before you leave this restaurant. And I said, okay. But he said that as I'm the new owner, it's going to be my way and you have nothing to say. I said, okay, well, you bought the restaurant. I'll work for you for two months. Okay. You pay me, you pay me very premium wages. So then he, this first day he changed everything. He put tables to, uh, to the location that I would never put. He changed the, the layout of the restaurant. He changed the booking policy. He changed uh, the way we operate. He changed the, uh, the people. We it was a very elegant restaurant. We had, table clothes on the restaurant, we had everything it was beautiful, elegant restaurant. He changed that to be much more a restaurant. Uh, 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 the attitude to serve, the bookings, he never said no to the customers. He fell up, he fell up the restaurant uh, as much as he can. And he doubled the takings in one day, in one, one week. We were there for five years. We never be able to reach that kind of numbers. And I started learning so much uh, from this guy. The, what he has taught, you, taught me in business that what you think is no, what you think you know, and you're absolutely sure about it, is not right. It's not. It's not. Mm -hmm. What you know is change all the time. Yep. You have to be open-minded to the ideas that it comes, it seems like a bizarre and weird at the beginning, but you have to, you have to open-mind it. When we first opened the uh, uh, Lucia, we put blankets to their legs. Mm -hmm. uh, and that was a very bizarre moment because... People didn't really understand the blankets. The restaurants will have blankets in outside. It wasn't a new. It wasn't a new thing. It was, and but not just the blankets. We put it was like a pink uh, ships on the blanket. It was like a pattern of pink pink ships, and people found it very funny. Uh, and and we were taking pictures with it. And what I have learned in business that what you think you what you think you know is not right. You have to just be continuously changing open-minded to the other ideas, something even bizarre, change your restaurant, change your look, change your... We never took bookings as Lucia for years and we done really well. We never did take bookings at all. But now we are taking the best booking systems ever. We are now dedicated members of staff taking bookings. We, we changed overnight. We didn't stuck in the past. Yeah, yeah. So 
what that guy taught me that taught me that what I think I was no working on cruise lines, working for Bill Clinton, uh, the royal families. I was working on uh, cruise lines, serving the uh, most, most elite uh, people. Uh, that what I think I, I thought I knew everything. I thought it was the best restaurant or ever. I thought that what I did know it was the best anyone can know. I was thinking that uh, at the time, but he came alone and and he taught me that what I did know was not. It's true. I think it, it, you're only as good as your mistakes, and you can only um, you have to you have to own your mistakes or you own your own things like that to move forward. Anyone who says they make no mistakes is lying. You know what I mean? And it's uh, you know it's never perfect. You've got to move move forward, especially in this day and age, because things change rapidly now more than ever. Yeah. But more importantly, uh, definitely, but you have to be there to see it. Uh, it, it things change. What's ch- funny about the change is that you, you you wake up every day, you do you think you're doing the same thing over and over. You think that nothing changed in a daily daily routine. But when you look back in five years, you see everything has changed. Yeah. So the changes happens within around you that people don't really see the changes happening. So you have to be understanding the changes are happening within our home, hospitality industry that are getting annoyed that the restaurants are not engaging with their social media. They're not engaging with their LinkedIn profile. They're not engaging with the mail chimps and also on communication. They think they're just going to open the restaurant and the people going to come spend their money and then walk off. Well, I'm sorry, it's not the way anymore. No, no, not anymore. You have to be engaging with the customers. You have to uh, talk to them, uh, understanding what they know. 10 years ago, people go, don't go to the Indian restaurant, we'll ask a mojito. Mm. They wouldn't dare to ask a mojito in the restaurant. But now they go to Indian restaurant and ask Cosmopolitan Mm. or Old Fashioned. Everybody's expectations are changed. People expect more now. So you uh, you have to be within the scene to understand these changes. It's, I think as well, like you see in retail with these big like Arcadia group and people like that, they, these are from, it, it's the same thing where they, they've not uh, moved with the times and then they wonder why they monopolize the industry, but then they, they, don't, uh, they don't be creative, move the time, go online and, and people move on. You know, like you say, everyone, the guest's journey now is starts on here and before, yeah. whereas it used to be, you would say to me, oh, Lucha restaurant, you're going to go, I'd go and find out for myself. But right now I go, okay, one second. And you look in, and this is what people, it's lengthened the hospitality. I have to think about that as well. And and so do other people. But even even on your your own personal level, you have to have have it. So, yeah, it's it's, times change. Yeah. It's a showcase. Restaurant is a showcase. Yeah. It's it, hotels. This our industry is a showcase. Everybody sells the same product. Everywhere you go, you see the similar products: the calamari, the king prawns, the burgers, the steaks, and everything. We don't sell different products one another. It's just how we sell it, how we dramatize it. Just finally, how you um, you know, obviously you said you're working quite a lot. So what do you do? You live on your own. I do live on my own. I have a son. His uh, handsome little son is 18 years old. He lives yeah. with me most of the time. Yeah, uh, he he studied to uh, to be master in uh, a stock market. So I do have a nice view to be around, and I feel quite uh, within within the city. I see people walking around. Good. I'm not on my own. Good. So far, yeah, and you can you can see Oscar with his uh, with his top off on his social media working out. <laughs> Yes, well, well, I think, well, I think it's everybody's a brand, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just me. Hey, I like engaging with people. It's my job. It's my, I'm a social person. I run restaurants. It has to be my thing. Hey, 
I, I, absolutely it's your showcase that's definitely right hey good good on you good on you so what do you uh so finally uh, have you got any words for anyone positive words of there is definitely light at the end of the tunnel this is going to be over this is going to be finished we will go through this the only thing is that i was just said when this is over as a businessman you have to re- look at your business model uh to see how you can prepare better the, from the personal perspective, we, we understand now how important our friends and family, definitely, uh, to be connected uh, to one another. I would just say learn, keep going, make the best of it. These opportunities for everyone. Yeah, opportunities for everyone. I like that. Well, listen, thank you very much for your time today, Oscar. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, likewise, mate. And I, and I wish you all the best. And next time I'm in New York, I will be uh, straight to you. <laughs>